Hey now, it is podcast time. I am Tommy, I am a host, and this is The COVID Show. A lot going on lately, huh? And it sure looks like there's going to be some challenging days ahead, too. First, foremost, I hope you and yours are staying well. I know, some folks are out there wishing coronavirus on their enemies, but none of that kind of crap here. Even if I think you're a worthless dipshit, I sincerely do not want you to die of a horrific virus. I don't even want you to get sick. Hopefully you're safely quarantining, socially distancing, doing all the responsible stuff, and hopefully you're also keeping your sanity. We can get a little disorienting, this shelter in place. Earlier today, my wife made up Looper Day. That's a new day of the week. It actually means the three days, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. For when you know it's not Monday, and you know it's not Friday, but it really could be any other days in between, Looper Day. I'm putting this show down on tape on Looper Day, March 26, 2020. As of now, we have approximately 66,000 confirmed COVID-19 cases in the United States of America. Even at the most conservative estimate, that is likely to result in more than 1,000 fatalities. We are in the midst of a very serious situation, but I'm going to attempt to make a show today that balances the seriousness with some levity. However, I'm not going to shy away from talking about some of the things I've been seeing. The thing about adversity is it reveals character, and I've been seeing some very questionable character out there. So now I'm going to lean into all of that cringe. I really do believe that most people mean well, but not everyone has been behaving well lately. Let's head over to the lounge and talk about what's been going on. Uh, Where to begin? Where to begin? Have you noticed that we've devolved into a culture of nonstop disingenuous politicking? Yeah, in addition to this new COVID-19 threat, we also badly need a cure to whatever happened to people's brains back on November 8th, 2016. And that's probably where we need to start today's show. Let's get a few things perfectly clear right here from the jump. Donald J. Trump is not a good person and not a good president, which means that he is pretty much the exact same as the last 60 years of not good people who were not good presidents, with the one possible exception of Jimmy Carter. You need to understand, there is very little actual difference between what the administrations have done. I know, I know, to the partisan, that's straight-up blasphemy. But let's stop being politically illiterate mental patients for just a moment. Is that possible? Can everyone put down their pom-poms for a second and take a clear-headed look at what's going on? Specifically, let's look at the things that have been repeated over and over again since November 2016. And try and get this through your thick fucking head. Donald Trump is not a fascist dictator. Donald Trump is not a Nazi. Donald Trump is not a Russian asset. And he's not an existential threat to end the world. Stop it already. Donald Trump is just another shitty narcissist with some really horrible policy ideas. He's probably more obnoxious than most other presidents, or all of them combined, really. But over the last three plus years, by any reasonable metric, 
the game show host has shown that he's very clearly not a fascist dictator. And he's actually a hell of a lot less disastrous than someone like Ronald Reagan or even Bill Clinton. You might remember that Reagan plunged us all into an absurd war on drugs that destroyed the lives of countless people. William Jefferson Clinton put millions of people into poverty with his shitty trade deals while he was participating in God knows what kind of illicit pedophile sex rings. Again, let's be clear, Trump's not a good person and not a good president, but he's also not a fascist Nazi dictator. I mean, I'm embarrassed for the people who've kept saying this stupid shit for over three years now. All of us know somebody who has pure Trump derangement syndrome. Someone who was positive that Trump was a Russian agent. Someone who just knew that Trump was going to start World War III with North Korea. Or any of the other bozo batshit crazy stuff that's been thrown against the wall. For real, at some point, these emotional basket cases are going to need a kick to the head. I mean, something to hard boot the system, because they're way fucking lost. You want to know the type of awful shit that Trump really does? Travel bans. Things like mindless security theater travel bans. Check out how grotesque this is. A girl in Iran wants to study medicine. She busts her ass, and I'm not much interested into pure identity politics, but I'm also not into ignoring how difficult the landscape can be for people who are caught in generations of systemic oppression. So an Iranian girl busts her ass for years studying. She gets accepted to the Keck School of Medicine at the University of Southern California. But because of Trump's stupid travel ban, she can't get a visa. She can't get into the United States. The poor girl loses everything that she worked so hard for. USC loses a valuable member of their community. And the world has one less doctor. That's super fucked up. But it's also the byproduct of a completely dysfunctional Congress that has for decades failed to enact laws that would protect people like the girl from Iran. And that's also super fucked up. And that's why we should probably try to be less politically illiterate. We should probably try to use valid criteria for evaluating the performance of the president. We should probably understand how the co-equal branches interact. Instead, what I see is a lot of people who want to pretend that Trump is a fascist dictator because they need something to justify their own ignorance and hatred. It's so bizarre. It's like, oh, well, if I just call him a dictator, then I can do whatever wild, hateful thing I want, and it's totally justified. Orange man's real bad. I mean, seriously, if you've ever called Donald Trump a fascist Nazi, a Putin puppet, or an existential threat, go to the mirror and tropic thunder yourself right now. Yeah, punch yourself in the face really fucking hard. You. You. Hit that director in the face really fucking hard. Who doesn't love Lex Grossman? But for real, um, it's time to cut the shit. The stakes are a lot higher. Uh, We're all done with stupid Mueller time skits on Saturday Night Live. There's an actual pandemic. So could you kindly knock it off? Aw, yeah. Panama. Pandemic. Panama. Panademic. Anyone? Anyone? 
just want to be sure we all recognize the subtle genius in my show. Okay, so as of now, the U.S. House of Representatives have not yet voted on H.R. 748, also known as the Stimulus Bill. The short title of the legislation is the Coronavirus Aid, Relief, and Economic Security Act. That's an acronym. Did you get it? CARES. C-A-R-E-S. I guess we should also recognize the subtle genius of the U.S. Congress, huh? CARES. Corona Aid Relief Economic Security. Isn't that sweet? It's an 880-page bill that allegedly provides emergency assistance and healthcare response for individuals, families, and businesses affected by the 2020 coronavirus pandemic. Reduced to its simplest terms, the CARE Act, corporate bonus bailout costs about $18,000 per citizen. You may have seen the very popular snarky tweet that Congress is taking 18 grand from you, giving 16.8 of it to corporations, then handing you a check for 1200 bucks. And that's a really good metaphor for how these things usually go. But CARES is not a metaphor and it's anything but simple. You might want to talk to your accountant before you squeeze that low four-figure government cheese, homies. Over on the bailout side, there's a lot of discretionary clauses and or compliance with other statutes and acts that are required to qualify for funds. And a lot of those, quote, funds actually come in the form of loans and loan guarantees. To me, it mostly comes down to what the Federal Reserve System does with the $454 billion or so dollars in their queue. What programs and facilities are the Board of Governors going to establish here? Will it be meaningful spending that helps struggling small businesses? Or will it be a corporate crony slush fund? Obviously, if history is any indication, we know which one of those it's going to be. But for real, it's too soon to know how it's going to play out. Hell, like I just said, as of this recording, it hasn't even passed the House. And there might be some trouble there, because I know that reps like the esteemed Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez are already chirping. Yes, AOC posted that, quote, $1,200 checks are only going to someone with a social security number, not immigrants. Thanks to GOP, these checks will be cut off the backs of taxpaying immigrants who get nothing. End quote. Actually, end excerpt. She said a bunch of other stuff, too, about what Trump and the Senate GOP have done. Except there's this one little problem with that rant. The CARES Act was passed by a vote of 96 to 0. Ring the unanimous bell. You know what that means? It means that every single Senate Democrat voted in favor of the bill. So it's not what Trump and the Senate GOP have done. It's what the Senate GOP and Democrats have done. That's kind of an important distinction there, right? I mean, AOC is a politician and she's going to say disingenuous politician shit like that. And it's fine. But if you remember from earlier, what we're trying to do is stop being politically illiterate. Maybe we should take a pop quiz here to see how we're doing. If the United States Senate is comprised of 53 Republicans, 45 Democrats, and two independents who caucus with the Democrats, and the Senate passes a bill unanimously, who passed the bill? Is it A, the Democrats and Republicans in the Senate, or is it B, Donald Trump and the GOP? Take a minute, 
final answer. Okay, how'd you do? Did you figure out that the answer was Democrats and Republicans? Or did you start yelling orange man bad? I bet you did fine. I saw a really awesome tweet the other day, and it said, quote, at least the right is openly corrupt. The left pretending to be left are just in the goddamn way, end quote. I really wish Miss Ocasio-Cortez had the integrity to say it that accurately. I did have super high hopes when AOC was elected that she was going to be a catalyst for creating this whole new paradigm. I mean, it really, it makes no sense for her to be in the same party as Joe Biden. I thought that perhaps there was going to be something new, something bright and honest that worked with a unifying purpose. Yeah, not so much. (laughs) At least not yet. Never say never. As a sidebar, I totally agree with AOC's point, and that's my personal platform. For whatever it's worth, I am completely open borders globalist. No, not an Alex Jones globalist. They're, they're putting fluoride in your water! It's an inside job! They're, they're turning the frogs gay! And it's the Illuminati! And, and the Build-A-Bear group! Not that kind of globalist. More like a Kadesh of scale, type 2, civilization kind of globalist. You know, the stop drawing imaginary lines on the planet and work together to use the energy from the Earth so we can harvest and control the energy from the sun? That kind of globalist. And it's pretty hard to make any progress on that when we're doing a bunch of goofy sovereignty stuff. Building walls in 2020, just, ah, oh, got the shit. I digress. I may agree with AOC in principle, but in practice, she has not been very impressive. Not many of the House Democrats are. Did you see the shit heap bill that they drafted to compete with what we now know as the Senate Cares Act? Oh my god, man. And here's a couple of highlights of what the Democrats thought should be drafted into legislation in response to a pandemic. Actually, hold up. Wait. First off, allow me to disarm any of these stupid whataboutism defenses that people like to put up. Let me say, everything that the GOP stands for sucks and they should all be banished to the island of misfit toys. There. That's out of the way. Now we can focus exclusively on what it is that the Democrats are actually doing. Don't need to compare it to the GOP. They're out there with the squirt gun that shoots jelly, okay? So put your antenna up, because here comes the new news, homie. To these assholes, the pandemic was nothing but a vehicle, and they didn't hesitate to start packing their legislative goals into what they called a relief bill. That's why it ended up being nearly 1,200 pages long. Yeah. I mean, in order to provide relief to coronavirus victims and get healthcare and economic support, 1,200 pages, huh? Included in that was $602 million for IRS enforcement. That's a strange antiviral. $33 million for the Ocean and Atmosphere Administration. Plus, they had regulatory changes like new aircraft emission standards. It was just a truly amazing display of ghoulish ideology in the face of human tragedy. These people do not give a fuck about you. The only thing they want is the power to push their ideological goals. Okay? Got it? Good. There's one way in, no way out. No doubt the body count getting heads checking out. Do you want to go our way? This the way we put this down. Do you want to go our way? This the way we put this 
Any good COVID-19 show is going to need a media bashing segment because we essentially have two warring tribes of stupid broadcasting nonsense at each other every day. I'm completely convinced that 90% of cable news viewers, they have to be other media people. It's one side mindlessly praising whatever Trump does and the other side mindlessly opposing whatever Trump does. And both sides call each other liars, which ironically is the only true statement that either tribe ever seems to make. The dumb fucks on Fox were apparently telling people that COVID was a hoax. Yeah, I guess this the Hannity dude was dropping a little infectious disease knowledge on his peeps. Nothing like recklessly endangering the lives of anyone dim-witted enough to take your show seriously, right? And sure, part of me wants to see him thrown out a window, but ultimately, it's freedom of choice. That dude is free to go on the air and say a bunch of shit that ain't true, and the audience is free to tune in, watch, and in some cases perish. Of course, the DNC outlets, they do the exact same crap. I know, I know. Team Good really does think that they're super high intellect, righteous moral authorities on everything. These fucking glue huffers are watching Rachel Maddow and reading the New York Times, and they believe it makes them informed and sophisticated. (laughs) Idiots. There was a parade of DNC outlets saying that Corona was harmless just because they wanted to go oppo of the Trump early travel restrictions on China. My favorite might have been Dr. Angela Rasmussen, who I guess is a contributor for Reuters. And of course, she's got a social media that's just full of orange man bad takes. And when there was still time to make a difference, the good doctor told everyone that COVID hadn't killed that many people, and what folks should really do is go get a flu shot. Of course, like any fighting member of the resistance, Dr. Rasmo can never be wrong. So recently here in March, after it was obvious that COVID was very serious, she posted a snarky, you know who thought this could happen? Everyone who studies infectious diseases. Then she started blaming Trump for not acting soon enough. How team good is that? Memory hole your own whack anti-Trump take from last month and post a new anti-Trump take today. Knock, knock. Who's there? Team good. It's you. You're the same disgusting, disingenuous shitbags as you see on Fox. Tonight I'm going to do something that I'm not particularly good at, but that I like to do. Tonight I'm going to try some impressions out. Who's that? That's you. That's right, Dave. It is them. I guess the new thing is some networks have decided that they're no longer going to air the daily Trump COVID briefings, which sounded weird to me at first because apparently they're super high rated, like Monday Night Football type ratings. But the approval polls started coming in and Trump's numbers were way up. So the DNC networks are going to pull the plug on all that. Whatever, they can do what they want. Pretty much everyone has access to C-SPAN, and they're constantly running three feeds. There's no need to put a media middle person between you and the information. Especially when you know it's just an idiot cheerleader. Somebody who's going to tell you that COVID-19 is a hoax, or somebody who's going to tell you that Russia hacks the power grid to freeze people in winter. Anyway, like I said, to each their own, they're free to go on the air and say whatever they want. The point is... The whole thing is like that Spider-Man pointing at Spider-Man meme, except in this case, both Spideys are so fucking stupid, they don't realize they're exactly the same. But they are. Um, I'm not quite done with you yet, Team Good. 
there's something else going on lately that needs to be addressed here. So, I noticed this little gem the other day. Someone from the Atlantic wrote that, quote, Amid pandemic chaos, Biden can't really campaign, but that's probably beside the point. He was never really convincing anyone on the stump. His political power is now an idea held collectively about how to defeat Trump. End quote. Huh? The presumptive Democrat nominee is an idea that's held collectively? The DNC and their collection of media hookers now have made it to the point where they're encouraging voters to just ignore the actual candidate and instead vote on an idea held collectively. How great is that? This is you, Team Good. This is what you attempt to pass off as a super high intellect and the only morally righteous choice. Oh my god. Can you imagine trying to pass off Joe Biden as a legitimate presidential candidate right now? Uh, I'm going to stick this right in the middle of your stupid forehead so you can wear it like the brainwashed idiots that you are. Roll it. Are you at all concerned, as Trump said, that we cannot let the cure be worse than the problem itself? We have to take care of the cure. That will make the problem worse no matter what. No matter what. We know what has to be done. Oh my God. That's the best that Mushhead Joe can do. And he's working with a media friendly. Can you imagine what it would be like if he had to actually face difficult or antagonizing questions? Or God forbid if he had to debate Trump? Oof. The Don stands in front of an openly hostile press corps and does marathon Q&As right off the top of his head. You don't think people are going to notice the difference? I mean, here, eat some more of your own shit, Team Good. We did that. We've been through this before with the coronavirus. We've been through this before. I mean, excuse me. We've been through this before with uh, dealing with the viruses that the N1H15. We hold these truths to be self-evident. All men and women created by the go. You know the you know the thing. And oh, Biden, Obama, Democrat. Oh my lord. This is for everyone who's ever been told vote blue, no matter who. This is for everyone who's been bullied or scolded by a dimwit who thought that Hillary Clinton was an honest and qualified candidate. This is for everyone who's ever had to listen to Team Good talk out their ass. This is for everyone who knows that Joe Biden is a self-dealing career politician with dementia. I got hairy legs that turn, that, 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 that turn uh, um, blonde in the sun. And the kids used to come up and reach in the pool and rub my leg down so it was straight and then watch the hair come back up again. Every Democrat should be mocked relentlessly until Joe Biden is out of this race. 
preferably using Joe's own mush-headed dementia moments as the mockery. I just laid down a little blueprint for you. Because if the DNC thinks that amid everything that's going on right now, the people are just going to line up to be mute props in a political theater for an idea held collectively, you got another fucking thing coming, man. You're even dumber than you were in 2016. And I'm not the only one who's tired of your bullshit anymore. People are getting smarter every day.